Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Mr. Sean Falk. Hi. Mr. Charles Boda. Hello. Mr. Steve Porter. Hello. And our producer, Craig Williams, back in the production nook. Um, in this, this week's episode, we are going to talk about, um, uh, in, in, you know, we, we're kind of looking forward to what we're going to do this year. We're having a lot of discussions about places we want to go. Some, some special shows that we want to do for the Disney Dining Show. But uh, one of the discussions we had was, um, what restaurants haven't we done that we want to this year? And so I asked everybody to come up with two restaurants that they have never experienced before that they would like us to do a review on. And I'm going to start this off with uh, Mr. Boda. Oh, wow. Um yeah, so the first is kind of easy. Um, Maria Nenzo's, uh, which is the new Disney Springs restaurant. That's got, like, you know, I'm lumping all of that in together. So it's also got the uh, quick service pizza place, the Pizza Ponte. And then um, the Enzo's Hideaway Bar underneath it. Disney Springs, as far as just my own experience with it, um, has a really, really good track record. And they haven't disappointed me with much of their new stuff with one incredibly notable uh, exception, um, Planet Hollywood Observatory. Other than that, um, and that's a big that, uh, everything else that have gone, they, I've, I've generally really liked, and so when they have something new, I, I want to go, I want to review it, I want to eat there. So I'm looking forward to that a lot. Um, the other one, and I don't know what your guys' experience with this, um, but in Epcot, uh, the restaurant Marrakesh, which I've never been there with anybody uh, who's wanted to eat there. Never even thought about eating there before. Um, and so it's kind of slipped past my past my notice. But I like that style of food. Um, I don't know how well they pull off that style of food. And, you know, I'm not crazy into, like, you know, like performances and stuff around me. But, you know, like a nicely lit place with the belly dancers and stuff like that I think would be fun. But I'm trying not to ask too many people about what their opinion is on it, though, because I don't want to be colored before going in. But, you know, I like that style of food, and I want to see exactly what Epcot reaches with it. So, Yeah, Marrakesh, definitely not on my list of things I'm looking forward to. We'll do it. Um, now, is that because of the food style um, or the quality? It, it's really the food style. I'm, you know, like I was saying before to you guys, before we started recording, I'm not the most adventurous eater in the world. So for me... Um, you know, this is kind of outside my comfort zone. Um, the general atmosphere of the restaurant, mm -hmm. I find sterile. And, really? Yeah. Uh, it, there's, an, there's an energy to it that I, lacks warmth. I'm going to disagree completely, actually. Well, this is my, you know, it's my opinion, how I feel when I go in. So it's not a right or wrong thing, per se. It's okay. just how I feel when I go in, that it lacks... Um, uh, it just lacks a, it, it lacks warmth. Um, I find it very, I don't know, very cold uh, in a way, emotionally cold, not physically cold. But, For me, I feel like with the belly dancers and the music that's going on, it's like a, a party atmosphere almost while you're eating. I don't mm -hmm. know. I, I feel completely differently. I'm uh, thinking more decor and and just the feel of the place. It just does not. You know, when I walk into, you know, Chefs de France in, in, in France or Le Cellier um, or, or Rose and Crown, there's a warmth and a charm to it that I just don't get in Marrakesh. Um, but that's personal. I'm not saying they're doing anything wrong, 
Plus, like I said, the food is just not my style of food. Mm -hmm. So I couldn't tell you whether or not that food is any good because I have no point of reference. And it's just not my thing. It's like me trying to review seafood. I don't eat it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I couldn't tell you what what a good... Trout was even, or a bad even trout. Even then, you may still because I mean, when we went to Sanaa, like that's the antithesis of what I don't eat. So you know, and for me to find stuff that I liked, I was like, okay, cool. Right, and no, I'm willing to do that. If you don't, yeah, yeah. So I mean, there may be something. Where, yeah, there may be. Yeah, yeah. So they have um, chicken fingers. I but they do if you yeah. make them. If you're like, no, they have lamb fingers or something, probably. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I'm a huge lamb fan, and that's a, so the food is geared more towards somebody like me. Uh, yeah. But uh, we'll find out when we end up going there. But yeah, that's a, just one of the ones that I don't hear mentioned a lot that I'm kind of looking forward to covering. Mm-hmm. And the Disney Spring stuff, you know, yeah, I'm just of course. All right, Sean, let's go to you. Um, what are the two restaurants you are most looking forward to doing this year? Okay, uh, my <clears> first <throat> choice was the Tusker House. Um, I've never done Tusker House before, so and I've heard you guys talk quite a bit oh, about how House. great the breakfast is, for it to be character dining, that it's still like is up to that level of like being a really great restaurant. So that's my first choice. Plus, I'd like to get a bit more character dining like under my belt. I've only done two character dining things before. Um, and then my other one was, uh, Miss Shore Paul. Um, it is, I tried to go there once with my family on a trip and we had heard like rave reviews about the, the French restaurant and they're like, Oh, you have to go to the restaurant in France. It's so good. It's so great. Uh, we made our reservation. We went, we left, we were like, it was okay. Like, I don't get it. It turned out it wasn't even the right restaurant. Like we were at the downstairs restaurant, like chefs de France or whatever. We were supposed to be at the Which upstairs. I find to be very good as well, but I haven't eaten it was there. Good. I haven't it eaten there in a while. But. It, was, it was just surprising. Cause it's like. They were like, oh, this restaurant constantly gets rated like number one theme park restaurant in, in America or in the world or whatever the award is that they always get. And I was like, uh, like I was like, I don't think it's that good. So but just so think- people understand, Monsieur Paul, there are two restaurants in the France Pavilion at Epcot. Um, downstairs is Le Chefs de France, which is their, you know, table uh, service, table, regular table service restaurant. <laughs> but then if you go behind the pavilion, like you're going back to the patisserie, mm-hmm. there's a back entrance to Monsieur Paul, and that is a two-table service credit if you're on the Disney Dining Plan, signature dining restaurant um, that is, without a doubt, I mean, that is a, it, it, it's arguably one of the best restaurants on property. It is very underrated because a lot of people don't know it's there. It does not have mm-hmm. the profile of something like California Grill or Citrico's mm-hmm. or Le Cellier. Yeah. Um, but it is a, it, it's French food, which some people find to be too rich, but it is a, uh, it, it, it's one of those culinary experiences. These are multiple courses. These are gourmet dishes. So they tend to be smaller and they tend to be, you know, really kind of wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, you know, especially if anniversary, uh, you know, uh, special special occasion mm-hmm. things like that we took my niece uh, melanie there for her birthday in september and I mean, it was like my whole family was like because none of my family had been there before and they were all like whoa this was mm-hmm. awesome so it's it's really quite good it's quite good i so monsieur paul i i absolutely can get on board with doing that yep so that and tusker house those are my picks steve what about you 
so my first one is the Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill, which hasn't opened yet in Disney Springs um, yet, but it's supposed to open this year. Um, and we're not really too sure what's on the menu. And so I know that's kind of a crazy thing to say, well, I'm so excited for something. I don't even know what's what I'm going to be eating. Um, but I've always really enjoyed Wolfgang Puck Express. I wasn't a big fan of the Wolfgang Puck Cafe. No. Um, but just from the concept art, it looks like a modern farmhouse. And I just like the style of the look and like what it looks like it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like a I'm going in blind and I could end up being horrible, but I'm just excited to find out, you know, is this going to go the way of Wolfgang Puck Express and I'm going to love it? Or is it going to go the way of Wolfgang Puck uh, Cafe? So it, I'm kind of it's more of the excitement of just what's this going to be? Um, so that was my first one. And then my second one was uh, Cinderella's Royal Table. And I know that sounds silly because it's like, you know, I'm not an 11-year-old Steve, girl. But, but Steve does like to dress like a princess. So no, so here's my And my we support you. Is that I've walked through the castle a million times, um, but I've never actually been inside the castle. Mm. And it's, you know. It's I've, a beautiful space. I will tell you the, the restaurant is an absolutely beautiful space. I have not had a lot of good experiences there when it comes mm. to dining. Um, but there are a lot of people who love it. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just feel like it's a major piece of like the Walt Disney World experience that I haven't experienced mm-hmm. yet. Sorry, I said experience a million times. But um, yeah, I just I really want to try it. See, I really just want to be in the building actually more than even trying the food. Yeah, but no, yeah. I totally agree with that. I, I'm really excited to try that restaurant. But I will say I so agree fullheartedly about Wolfgang Puck Express. Also, I think it's so good. It is. I never see people in there really. Like it's not packed ever compared to a lot of the other ones. And I mean, I used to. I started eating there because I worked at the Rainforest Cafe, like right next door. And I was like, all y'all should just go right over there to Wolfgang Puck Express because it's like half the price and way better food than what we're getting. We had like a three-hour wait. And I'm like, you could go right there and eat right now within two seconds. And even there, I always get the kids' portions because they're huge portions. Like the kids' Hmm. portions are almost the same size as the adult portions. Hmm. So if you want to spend like $6 for a meal, that's a really great place to go. And you get just as much food as an adult would. So, All right. Now, for me, uh, did you give both yours? Yeah, yeah. so I had yeah. Wolfgang Puck Express. And CRT. Or okay. not Express, but. Wolfgang Puck, Bar uh, Grill, and uh, Cinderella's Royal Table. Yes. And for me, um, the first one is a restaurant that opened recently. I just haven't had a chance to go in. The Polite Pig at Disney Springs. This is, the, uh, this is owned by the same um, couple that own uh, the Ravenous Pig in Winter Park, which I went to for the first time. Uh, last month, and it was outstanding. I mean, this place has a great reputation. Uh, the Ravenous Pig has a great reputation and well-deserved. The food was incredible. Uh, so I really want to go check this place out. This is a more casual mm-hmm. restaurant, um, barbecue, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board with that. So I want to try that out. But I'm really looking forward to the Edison. Um, when the Edison opens, which I think it's very close I think it's already had its they did soft, soft they did its soft opening already, um, so I'm I'm very anxious to try out try out the Edison, mm-hmm. uh, even if it does like the advertisements make it look like it's a brothel. I kind of 
uh, like that. Yeah, but well, you brothels. would. No, I just, yeah, yeah no, no, you just would. the, um, uh, the adding that extra bit of the, the adult hours thing is kind of cool, I guess, for Disney Springs, but just like that extra little bit of theming mm-hmm. to a Disney Springs yeah, restaurant. Absolutely, I agree. D- yeah, they do, um, they do a, a good job with theming to their food in a lot of those restaurants. But as far as the, the otherworldly theming kind of deal, the, the, steampunky kind of thing that they're going with it is neat. Um, theming is a big thing for restaurants on property. So I mean, this has been highly anticipated for a while now on yeah. uh, this restaurant. So I'm very excited to see it. So there you have it. That's what we're looking forward to reviewing uh, among many others, but those are the ones we're really looking forward to reviewing this year. So that will do it for this episode of our show. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Disney dining show. Have a great week, everyone.